Hi, I'm Roxanne, and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years, and now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Pia, what were you saying? I saw Captain Sandy yesterday. Where? My- At, At work? work? I, I served her. She's by herself. By uh, herself? Yeah. She was nice. I liked her. Yeah, I th- I don't think she'd be mean by any means. No, she was she was real cool. I saw and I also saw um one of the people from that Netflix show with the really rich Asian people. It was like a reality haven yesterday. <laughs> what was that show called? I forget what it's called. Is it Damn bling it. something bling? Oh, Bling Empire? Yes. No, yes is that it something is. Else? No, That's, it's Bling. It? Yeah, it's Bling Empire. Bling Empire. Okay. Yeah. I watched the first season and thought it was okay, and then I tried to get into the next season, but it was so staged at that point. Oh, that that show is complete. I think any reality show on Netflix is a very much a stage, yeah, you're right. A staged like Selling Sunset. Like I still watch it and stuff, but it's it's not like Bravo for me. Like you know, yeah, I tried to get into Selling Sunset so bad. But. I I really enjoy it, but I take it for what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm. I don't think that I think that everybody is fake, phony. Like no one, no real estate agent dresses like that. And they also they just like they go to the listing and then they they sit and they have a like staged conversation about whatever storyline they're trying to move along. I've I've never and then they're like, should we show the house now or whatever? I know it's so bad. They like the difference between that and then like a million dollar listings is like. They literally know everything about the house. Like, you see them in real time, like, really showing a house. You see them close a deal and everything like that. This is like they fake – like what you said, they fake show the house. They don't know anything about the house besides it's like $10 million. So they don't know – like, they yes. don't know – they don't say anything per square foot. Like, this is how much per square foot. They this don't is what shit. this is made of. No. And then and then later on, like, oh, yeah, I closed it. Ring the bell. Like <laughs> – Exactly. It's no, okay. one of them little them little uh, twins closed it because they are the ones that are really doing it. And then they have, like, a bunch of people that really do work there because I see some of them on TikTok. They have their own accounts, like the real realtors that work there. I'm like, no, those they they dress like everyday people, really closing houses. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start us off. Oh, by the way, guys, if you're listening to this on the pod and you're like, where is the Salt Lake City episode? I it was my first time doing this, so I, I it was user error. I went live and rec- and did a recap live on YouTube. It was, was super fun. fun. It was it was super fun. I was actually really afraid to do it. But I forgot – I assumed that as soon as it was over, I could download the file from YouTube like I can do other videos. But apparently it takes up to like 24 hours for it to be available to download. So it's on YouTube now. And as soon as I can download the file, I will download it and upload it to the podcast. But if you're dying to see it, it's on YouTube um, I actually broke down the Lindsay Hubbard on Nick Vial podcast episode. I broke that down and then I went into uh, Salt Lake City, episodes 9 and 10. So if you are dying for it, it's over on YouTube. Look at you doing the Lord's work because I know I was not about to listen to that Nick Vial. I love, you know I love me some Lindsay. I was not listening to that. <laughs> I was not listening really? to Really? No. It's too – I don't like his podcast because – I don't blame you. It's just – he's just wormy and squirmy to me. And yeah. 
He's know. very he's he's so like, he hates all the men on Bravo and is kissing up to all the women because he's figured out that that's probably like a good business strategy. One hundred percent. It just feels really fake, mm-hmm. and I don't love it. I right. don't love it. He's, but he's I gaining. wanted to hear what Lindsay had to say. Oh, absolutely, and that's why I'm like, you're doing the Lord's work. Give me the summary. I don't. Wanna, <laughs> okay, go check it out on YouTube. I don't need to watch his shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no, um, yeah, I don't blame you. He. He also, he really, like, really actively hates some of the guys on Bravo. And I don't even understand why. Like, he doesn't like Kyle, which was very evident. Okay. Um, Ooh. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I got to go run and listen to that. Yeah, he doesn't like Kyle. <laughs> yours, yours. And, yeah. Um, I didn't really go into too much of that. But yeah, he does, he kept saying, like, Kyle was the mastermind behind it. And just, you know, I, he, he really he really had it out for Kyle. And I was like, Why? Again, I think it's it's all fake fake beef though. I feel is like Is he go is he going off of like audience feedback? Like he's looking I through think, audience feedback and he's like, This is a good train to ride. I think so. And then I think he's capitalizing off of like headlines he's seen. Like remember when I yeah, was saying yeah. Captain um was Captain Lee? had said the thing that about Kyle and thinking that Kyle was one of the reasons why. Oh my god, you're right. He's just grabbing at stuff he's seen in the headlines and like, girl, and- you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Although I did see a clip of Danielle on Watch What Happens Live and a viewer, which I was really happy because they did not do this at BravoCon like I wanted to. A viewer asked Danielle what she thought about what Captain Lee said about Kyle. And she was very adamant that she disagreed with him and felt like, there were no outside forces that caused the end of Carl and Lindsay's relationship, and it was solely within their actual thing, and no one had anything to do with it. But I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it, though. <laughs> she also said that she didn't think – Lindsay, she also said that she didn't think that Kyle even knew that Carl was going to do that. I don't know if I believe that. I don't I don't. I don't know either. if I believe that. And I don't know, but Lindsay is such a good strategist that she may have intentionally said, I don't think so, knowing that she thinks so. I'm, 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 I can go with you on that, but I also feel like, I've always felt like Lindsay has a blind spot when it comes to Kyle. Hmm. And I've always felt like she was more of Kyle's friend than Kyle has ever been. Because, like, even, like, when him and every, like, people were against, like, Kyle and Amanda's relationship, I always felt like Lindsay was, besides, like, when she outed the whole supposed cheating thing, I feel mm-hmm. like she was always, like, Kyle, whatever you want. Like, you know what I mean? I just don't feel like, I feel like Lindsay is more in the relation friendship relationship with Kyle than Kyle is with Lindsay. I feel like Kyle would walk away from that friendship easily. Hmm. I I, that's always how I always could, felt about their dynamics. You could be right. Um. Hmm. I need to ponder that one. Good one, Pia. That's a think piece. <laughs> um, I want to get into Miami first, since so guys, let's, let me just give you the history here on how we've got how Pia and I have come to cover Miami together. When Miami was going to premiere, I was like, okay, wait, I want to then cover Beverly Hills, Miami, and Southern Charm with Pia, but Pia doesn't watch Miami. So I went to task in uh, arming some online bullying. 
against Pia, you know, by publicly announcing Pia doesn't watch Miami. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm, did people come and message you to watch it? No, actually, except oh. for I, except for um, you guys. Failed. Well, maybe maybe a couple of people, and then I a um, couple is all I needed. And I I I I, I message quite frequently with another Bravo account uh, person. Um, uh, I forget. Cell? Yeah, I love her. Yeah, we talk all the time. And oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. She should have you on her podcast. Um, we, we just do, we just do private, like, voice notes about what we think. Really? I yeah. love that. I love that. We're just, it's, it's like things that we're like, I don't, I don't know if I want to say this out loud. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, now but, we, want, we all want to know what you talk about. But she, I was like telling her, I was like, Emily's really mad at me that I don't watch Miami. She was like, and she was also like, I cannot believe you don't watch Miami. Oh, good. Thank you, Zell. Like, Thank you. And I was like. Okay, I'm gonna do it. So she 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 helped she helped me. She's like, you can you can do this. You can you you can get it done. And I was like, I can do this. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for anyone who's wondering who that is. If you don't follow them, her uh, the handle is Who Asked Me. Yes, podcast. She's, she's awesome. Follow yeah. her and listen. Yeah, she's big on TikTok. She's blowing up on TikTok too. So check her out. Um, okay, so now that I know you've watched, she's only watched these three episodes of this season, guys. So I'm curious what you're going to be able to even like contribute at this point. So I'm interested to see how we get through this. Okay. I have a lot of opinions on Larsa. Good. (laughs) Good. That's who you should have opinions on. Um, what do you have? Do you have opinions on Alexia? Okay, so this is the part where you're going to have to help me because as I we talked about before we got on, I am very hard at remembering names. names. Alexia. She is the blonde one who has the party that ta- her husband oh. doesn't attend. Oh, okay. I So I, I gather her husband said something pr- problematic last season and he's now afraid to face a group. Is that was why he did not come to the first party? So – Problematic is not necessarily the right thing. He just got into an argument with another house husband. Okay. And and made fun of made fun of his career because he he's also he's a lawyer and he okay. was like, Oh, he's not he's I have a, a friend who's a real lawyer, not like you mm. with whatever. Okay. Um it really wasn't that big of a deal uh that required him to make a 10-minute apology video. <laughs> that was kind of funny when I watched that. Todd does like to do that kind of content, though. He likes to do the content where he talks to the camera for a while. Okay. He even – okay, so background, Alexia and I beefed <gasps> because I had po- – <laughs> last season, Alexia was trying to out everybody's skeletons and – I think she tried to talk about someone's kid. I can't remember. Oh. But I posted how Alexia hides all kinds of shit about her her kids, like her son Peter. She has two sons, Peter and Frankie. Frankie mm-hmm. was in an accident and is forever handicapped. I, I, I knew that. that. I knew that. Okay. Peter, though, Peter has just been – so also, I'm not, let me just talk – not just talk about Peter. Alexia's – baby daddy like the like her ex-husband and the the father of her kids he was he was incarcerated for 
dealing cocaine. This was a he she was on she was on the documentary Cocaine Cowboys on Netflix because th- he was that big. Damn. I know, right? Um but then recently when he was incarcerated, it was for something with a minor. <gasps> wow. And this doesn't ever get discussed. Mm. She doesn't ever talk about that. But also Peter was arrested for domestic violence mm-hmm. and then his girlfriend re- you know took it back and they're still together and Alexia doesn't like that they're still together but you know a lot of domestic violence situations yeah are that people way. go and back peter, it's very common yeah and peter is has a history even on the show like the first iteration of miami he was like fighting with homeless guys and stuff and cops were coming like he's a he's got He's got issues, like behavioral issues, legal issues, shit like that. Yeah, like, so she never talks about her son. So I posted the article about that um, just to kind of, like, remind everyone. And at that point, I had been loving Alexia. I had a few people being like, I don't know why everyone loves Alexia. She's notoriously terrible in Miami. Everyone knows it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, whatever. She's great on the show. But then last season – it shifted. She went when they first came back, like the re- the reiteration. What was that? Three seasons ago, everyone was like, "Oh my god, Alexia, we love her." Last season, we were like, "Oh, never mind." It's you know, it happens, right? So Alexia came into my DMs because she had been used to me posting nothing but good stuff, mm-hmm. and she does follow me. I don't know if she does anymore. Um, but she was like, I cannot believe you would stoop so low as to post that about my son. Kids are off limits. And I'm like, uh, that's actually not true. He's an because adult. Because he's an adult. He's been on the show this whole time. And it's really about – it's a commentary on you yeah. and how you're not saying what's really going on. And then she said some shit like, if that's the kind of person you are, then that's on you or something like that. Yeah. Not too long after that, Todd posted something and tagged me. And I was so scared. I was like, is he fucking calling me out? But he'd also tagged like Queens of Bravo and a couple other accounts. And it was about bullying because something had happened where a, a, a young girl, a, a couple of years, a couple uh, last year, a young girl, maybe 14, killed herself because uh-huh. of bullying. And he was ha- – it was – that was the post, was about being kind and whatever. And I was like – I can't tell if he's saying I'm a bully or if he's tagging me because he thinks. But then I realized all the other people he tagged, he tagged Lady Gaga. (laughs) He tagged these people that were like, he thought, because he had interacted with my content before and he thought, and I I think he likes me, but I don't think Alexia informed him that I was no longer one of the friends in the creator space. So I was, I watched that whole video with like my, like holding my breath because I was like, and then he's about to be like, so Emily, she speaks Bravo. Don't, nothing happened though. Okay. So I have a weird relationship with Todd and Alexia just from like Instagram. Okay. That's Um, awesome. I love when you people go into your DMs that are from the show. It's, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it's it. entertaining I get for so me. Scared. I get so scared. I won't even check it first. I usually like screenshot that I have the message and I'll text Pia like, "Oh, they messaged me. I'm scared." I know you I are always really it. scared. I'm I'm like that too though. Like with any <sighs> I any t- open it. I don't I get so nervous when people like send me emails cuz I'm like <laughs> I don't want the confrontation. <laughs> like and it could just be like nothing, but I'm like, 
I don't know, something I was getting anxiety. So I, I, I feel what you're, what you're putting down. But I don't really have yeah. that much of an opinion on her just going off of this season because besides that She's weird party. Doing damage control. Right. Just because of the, besides the, the party thing, <laughs> I feel like she hasn't really brought anything for me to like think about yet. You, it, you find the time to watch the reunion from last season. Right. I believe, and I believe that she has like, I would have an opinion on her. I'm just saying as of right now, like so far, nothing. And that's what's interesting is that she really is doing optic damage control this season because she got so much hate last season okay she was egregious she said dumb shit like well oh yeah you're russian russians are great prostitutes and then doubled and tripled down on it explaining like i'm sorry in miami if you know usually they're russian it's like lady (laughs) this is like sex trafficking like yes but she didn't bother educating herself and then she gets to the reunion and triples down there it was a mess okay so this season she's like I'm I've done reflecting and I'm gonna bring everyone together. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what she was doing in that so first episode. She was you, definitely it's interesting that that is like your perception of her because, well, she knows she's she's doing a somewhat good job. What she's not able to hide though is that her relationship with Todd never looked like this. Mm. Up until now, we've seen them be sexy together and happy and getting married and stuff. Yeah. And this season it's like a whole different relationship. Yeah, like it was when they're very, walking it, on the beach, and it's and when she says we're still learning how to grow together, I'm like, that is a very nice way of saying we're not doing well. Yeah, it was very weird. Uh, mm-hmm. That whole first episode with them and him not going to the party because and of, the way he like teased her about not going to the party, I didn't realize how much of a dick he was to her. Yeah, right. Yeah, like he was a dick to her. Yeah, it was weird. They're de- so they're, they're going to have a, there's trouble in paradise, dude, for sure. Shut up. That is so stupid. My key to surviving BravoCon, microdosing. I have heard people talk about microdosing for forever. And I've been like, what is the big deal? I'll tell you what the big deal is. Microdose gummies, they're three milligrams each. During the day, I would take the sativa ones. They were so good. They tasted like orange creamsicle. I would be able to tailor my experience because I didn't want to get high because I was going to have to see people and talk to people. And we all know how that goes when you get a little too much. But the microdose made it so I was in that like just right place. You know, it relieved anxiety. My feet were killing me too because there's so much walking and that would be alleviated. I was just like relaxed and ready. Sorry, I'm not going to do the bridesmaids things, but I'm tempted because that's how I felt. I was handing these things out to everybody I could too. Anyone who was looking like they may need a microdose gummy, they got one. And then when they'd come back to me later, they'd be like, those were perfect because I didn't get high. I just felt better. And then you can tailor it. Like, let's say you take the one and you're like, I could use Use a little, but not too much. Then you just take another one. And it's like you can build and cater to whatever your situation is, whatever is appropriate for that. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code SHESPEAKS to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com, code SHESPEAKS, microdose.com, code SHESPEAKS for 30% off. What is this, honey? 
I have such expensive taste and my wallet apparently is not on the same page as me yet. But that was until I found Quince. Quince is my go-to for all of my upscale taste at prices that my wallet agrees with. Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince's capsule wardrobe must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, and really flattering pants make putting together any outfit that much easier. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They do that by partnering directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I have a pair of workout leggings from them that are easily the best I've ever owned. They're not see-through. They don't bunch and roll down. They're really flattering. I also have an at-home robe that I have worn easily every day, five hours a day since I purchased it. I'm obsessed with it. Get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash she speaks for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she speaks to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she speaks. Not well, bitch. Someone who is happy, but I'm worried about it is... Ugh. Lisa, is that who you're talking about? Lisa and Jody? Yes, that's the one that she- Who got divorced? Divorced because the husband left her for a younger yes. person, right? Yes. I, I, I am uh... worried for her because the thing is, I'm really happy. And I think that the guy, like she probably really does like the guy, but she is clearly not healed no. from this divorce. And, no. and it's getting worse and worse. And I think the ladies are right. If she continues- in the way that she's trying to heal, this man is going to leave. Right? Because he's he's saying such sweet things. Like, she goes, I know I'm a lot. I'm a lot, right? Am I a lot? And he goes, you're a lot of good stuff. Like, that's that's sweet, but honey, it's only going to go so much further because you don't seem to realize that he's not. She even says in this most recent episode, I probably should get a therapist, but I have Jody." No. I'm like, oh. Mm-mm. This is actually Heather DeBro's advice to yes. G- to Gina in an la- OC applies to her Girl, in this way. Good call. You're like, I was when I was watching it this latest episode, I was like she needs a therapist because she the thing is, I absolutely understand why she feels it's still fresh. It's a, it's happening happening publicly. Totally. There's a lot of like she if and she it keeps going. Right. And she loved him and she has kids with him. So mm-hmm. I understand that she like she's like unraveling right now, but she like needs to have someone that she can get all these feelings out. And it cannot be that man. No, not her, not her man. Otherwise, your relationship is kind of built on just you talking about Lenny. Yeah. And then it's, and, see, it's seeping into her, how she's parenting. And I feel bad. God, with the pizza. Yeah. It's, and, and, I, and I get it, though, too, because like, I, I feel like she is just frustrated and she is trying to do the best she can, but it is, she needs to talk to someone. She really does. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, she goes to remove the pizza and then stops doing that. And she's like, sorry, guys. I'm just in a mood. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm no, glad no, she no, caught no. herself, though. Yeah, but let's not tell the kids that. I don't know. Like, she Oh, just, yeah. She really needs, like, a professional. This is so much to go through. Yeah. A professional. You she need really, one. Yeah, and her kids cannot be that for her. Her boyfriend cannot mm-hmm, be that mm-hmm. for her. They they don't need to know what's happening between their parents, and even if it's, if the man is incredibly nasty, they don't need to know about it. They don't. And I hope I mean that I, it goes the same for him. I hope he doesn't it let, involve the. Oh, kid. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. But like, it's like when they're adults, they'll see that one parent was trying, and then the other. And they'll see it for what it is. But like, if mm-hmm. they both do this, they're gonna, both of them. They're going to start either choosing or presenting both. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay, so Julia update. Um, I kind of – I sort of wondered if this was a plot from last season just for cameras, but they were doing a whole adoption process thing last year, and mm-hmm. now that's all on hold because Martina was diagnosed with throat and breast cancer. Damn. She has conquered – I know, dude. She has conquered both, which is incredible. It's just really unfortunate. Martina says very fucked up stuff on Twitter. Oh. Yeah, she says some pretty f- – I think it's even like anti-trans athletes kind of stuff too, I think. Don't quote me on that. But I know she has said like recently someone died um, that wasn't a pr- that wasn't like a an ally to the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And she said something like, well, is it too bad that someone like that died? Or just something like – you don't say that out loud. <laughs> don't say I, that. I d- – so it's so funny. I have actually more opinions on Mar- Martina. Is that how? Mm-hmm. Then I like, and she's not even technically, you know, yep. a housewife or whatever. But even in this latest episode, like, I don't know. And I, I, I was trying to be like, well, she is going through like chemo and all this stuff. So like, I have no idea how that affects affects you. And so I was trying to give her a pass, but it doesn't seem she seems kind of cold. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like a warm fuzzies from her. And I even like I've seen a couple of episodes from the the first season when they returned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Like I was not. I didn't love the dynamic between them, the two of them. I don't either. I find it to be very odd. And yeah. it feels like the stuff Julia does that's lovey dovey is purely for cameras. Yeah, like the whole this whole opera, stuff. the opera thing. The opera thing is for cameras, and then she misses something major, like Martina's last treatment. Right. It's like you missed that because you were doing this opera thing, and right. I don't know. It just feels Julia doesn't feel very authentic in the dynamic either. I feel like she's not interested. That was either. something I clocked too when I was watching today's episode or uh, the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, I. Initially, it was like, that's like sweet thing that you're trying to do. But if you missed such a major event out to do this surprise, like at what cost? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like what, like when is this not like as important or like, it's, an, it, I don't know. It just doesn't, it's yeah. kind of defeat. What she's trying to do is defeating mm-hmm. the purpose because it made her partner feel bad that she wasn't present for this like monumental moment mm-hmm. it's counterproductive exactly. it's counterproductive kind of just so that she can like sing a song on that camera, pro- of poorly 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 you know exactly i do not want to see any more of the opera stuff i don't please don't make me it's like uh, yeah it's it was bad. impressive that uh the 
other housewife uh, that was beefing with Alexia and then they made up was could mm-hmm. play the piano. I like that. Adriana is quite accomplished in that regard. She has quite a lot of like artistic capabilities. Um, what did you think of the lunch where Adriana comes in waving the white flag and Alexia's like, why do you always have to show up with a prop? You think that makes things better? I didn't like it. <laughs> I thought it was, again, like I thought it was great for TV, but like I would have, if I was on the receiving end of said white flag, I would be like, we're not going to, now we're not going to settle this because you're mm-hmm. making a, you're doing spec- a bit. You're doing a bit and we're not there for, yet for bits. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. like, if you're really, if you really want to squash this beef, we wouldn't be doing bits. Like, we're not there for jokey jokes right now. Jokey exactly. But so then, okay, Alexia invites Adriana to the party. And then the day of the party, she calls Mar- Marisol and tells her Adriana's coming, which Marisol's like, I'm not fucking going if Adriana's there. And yeah. Alexia begs Marisol to come. Begs, because Todd's not going to be there and she's crying. Yeah. Then at the party, when... I thought Julia, and I don't, Marisol is also, she also had a bad season uh, last year. But I thought Julia was just making no sense the way she was coming for Marisol. Yeah. And she was like, you are the problem in this group. You're here to cause damage or whatever. And Mm -hmm. Alexia should have been like, no, no, no. I begged her to come. Yeah. Like, I did. I begged her to be I kind of thought Alexia threw Marisol under the bus because she should never have even, like, disclosed because obviously those two Marisol and and Alexia did not like um Adriana and they probably so for Marisol it is like such a quick flip that like she didn't she wasn't privy to and she's just like learning like okay now we're all of a sudden we're gonna be friends with her like hours before this party when we were just talking about how we will never fucking talk to her it's she she needed a fucking moment to decide Mm -hmm. like to decide to like accept this like give her a goddamn Mm -hmm. moment Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, yeah. I I also thought Julia was another example of maybe Julia just trying to have a moment for cameras. Because Julia last, like, her last two seasons, which is what she's, oh, she's only been on for two seasons. The audience generally is like, why is Julia there? <laughs> she doesn't really do a lot. So, I just, it felt like she was trying to have a moment. Yeah. Even though it was like, this didn't even make sense. No one could even get on board with it. Yeah. Everyone else, like, Gertie, well, Gertie also was going through it. She had just found out. Right. That she had to get like biopsies and stuff like that. So she can't even do it. But Alexia's speech at that party could Weird. not have been more uncomfortable. You want to know what it was? She's probably like she knows how she would be if someone's husband wasn't there. Yeah. She knows she would be savage and she would be coming for it and all that. So she was like projecting 100% onto them and like trying to get ahead of anyone saying something. So she's like, don't worry, we're not getting divorced. Well, now we're all thinking you are. Right. I mean, I feel like she could have just been like, he's busy. She could have been like, he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, she made it into a spectacle. She did not need to do the whole speech That was thing. weirdest. That was the weirdest fuck. Like, not even necessary at all. It's just like this, so, this whole first episode was a really, for a person that's literally just picking this show up, was an interesting introduction to a bunch of fucking characters. Like they were on, they were charactering this fucking first episode. They had props. It and was, the, like, it and was something like. I noticed, something I noticed too with even in the first episode, because they get into it later, like maybe in maybe this last episode more, 
how Marcus is always next to Larsa and Larsa Thank has to you. always be next. Like at one point, Frankie's standing next to Marcus. Yes. And she goes, Frankie, switch with me. I'm like, to stand next to Thank you. I was going to bring that up and I have some, I don't, I'm sure y'all, y'all been in, in it more than me, but <laughs> I'm just catching up here. Um, I knew Larsa was with uh, Michael Jordan's son and yeah. I know that there's an age difference. And I don't care about age differences, but I do care about if you knew said minor. Like, or that's knew, the difference. It's it's a real difference for me. Because, like, if you knew him as a child, that's fucking weird to me. Yeah, how do you get that out of your head? That's weird to me. That's fucking weird to me. And it And I feel like if the sexes were reversed, like... Oh, and, and she we was a would man, be, oh. we would we would be calling her a groomer. Mm-hmm. And I and like it's just hard for me to not in and, and, and I like when in that episode the control like I have to be like it was just all fucking weird to me and yep. and even in this latest episode throwing him a welcome uh, home party after for five, five days, days it's it's it seems like she is latching on to him and I feel like there is a like I don't know like some type of power dynamic like she is like much more like I don't know I don't like it. I don't like it. She's a disgusting person, in my opinion. (laughs) Yes. I do not like her. And she really (laughs) pissed me off this episode. I've texted several people calling her a disgusting bitch because that's what the fuck she is. That's what I, and I mean it. It is not allegedly, it's a fucking fact. It's a, yeah, no. And then she's continued to triple down, quadruple down, like on social media and stuff. Like she's still not understanding that she it's handled weird. it wrong. I, I, I've just randomly, I randomly think about their coupling. I randomly think about their coupling, especially now that I'm watching Miami. And I like, I turned to Sean the other day because like Netflix was on and it, and you know how they have a slideshow on Netflix, like when you haven't picked anything of like different things that you can watch uh-huh, on Netflix. Yeah. Sean and I watch The Last Dance probably once a month. Really? Yeah. We like, Sean is a huge basketball fan and I love documentary. I don't watch sports, but I love a sports movie and I love a sports documentary. I've seen them all. I actually and- get that though. I get that fully. <laughs> and so- the last dance, the cover is literally Pippin and Jordan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I like turned to Sean the other day and I said, do you think that like Larsa and this little boy like Netflix and chills and then that pops up and it's just like weird for them? Like that poster, like it's odd. <laughs> like, And then they're so defensive over it too. Like Larsa's like, it's not weird. It's just like, it is what it is. It's like, very weird. Your ex-husband, the father of your child, was literally the second uh in com- like in command to Michael Jordan his fucking father for decades. <laughs> like yeah. That's weird and he, you were married to him during all that time or most of that time and and I know you know that man. I know you saw that little child. I know yeah, you and did. Yeah, she tri- and she really tries to downplay that. That's weird. She really tries to be like, "No, we weren't like they didn't hang out. We, our families didn't hang out or anything." So like, you never saw stuff. them ever. In passing, yeah. nothing. Okay, whatever. You're lying. You're lying. Yeah. Uh huh. I hope Michael. Yeah. I hope Michael Jordan cuts him off so she doesn't have any money to spend. <laughs> like if I was Michael Jordan, well, I would she be doesn't like, need the fucking money. Honestly, her OnlyFans. She's like one of the top earners on OnlyFans. She's damn. like in the. She's like in the 
billions, not literally, but she's she pulls in so much money. I yeah. believe that. I do too. I do too. You just have to be willing to do it. And every time I go to set up an OnlyFans, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, I have to promote it. I, yeah. Mm-mm, no. You have to like tell people, go to my OnlyFans. Yeah. Because I've, I've Googled. I'm like, so how do you grow on OnlyFans? It's, you can't, although Kendrick has been trying to get me to do, he's like, we could do it anonymous where you have like a, where you always wear like a mask and that's like your thing. And I'm like, nope, still weird. Can't do it. I would like, I tried to do an OnlyFans for feet once. For feet. That's right. We talked about this. And because <laughs> Pia, has, Pia than you, has a very niche type of foot situation. Yeah. Horrible. Flat, <laughs> flat feet, disgusting toes. <laughs> I have ugly feet. It's fine. So I've she, come to I mean, terms but, with it. But fair enough, though, realizing that there's a market for that. Yeah, it's not easy to, to – I, I, like, It's not. I don't even think my application got accepted because, like, I'm just, like, not willing to put my face out there. Yep. And it's just – it's too hard. It's, it's too, too hard. I just, it's, I don't have that. I don't know if I can get there, but if you can get there, there's money in it. And that is where Larsa's at. Yeah. But Larsa, in regards to the Gertie thing, so they go to lunch. And so, look, is she's a Gertie, sociopath. Like, what the hell? Gertie is a lot. I realize that. We've known that for two seasons now. Like, she can do, she can be a lot. And she's kind of, Odd in the way she delivers things. I get that. Fine. But Larsa, the way she was like, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? Like all that she's crap. She's just like so, making you know, it up. Like what? So she, so she's now on her fucking, uh, she commented, sorry, she didn't post this, but she commented on Bravo talk too much and said, I called and texted Gertie after she called me fake in the press she never responded we argued back and forth which wasn't shown i'm assuming she means at the lunch then she told me she was diagnosed with breast cancer i was shocked and i wanted to rally the girls to support her i've been nothing but a good friend to her you lying no no you're you're lying because the way larsa presents it she's presenting it like can you believe then she told me i have breast cancer what am I supposed to do with that? Like, that was the energy I got from Larsa. Thank you. That is exact because that's what she was doing. She yeah. thought that when she was explaining the story to everybody, they would be like, that's a weird thing for her to just do and put on you. That's the response she was expecting from everybody because she went one by one telling people, thinking she was going to get this response uh, that she was looking for. And was and I could see her in real time being like, oh, Everyone's really sad and saying that I need to have empathy. I'm gonna need so to then turn she, this the fuck around because she's I like, look I know, right? I know, I know. Really scared for Gertie. I'm like, you weren't gonna say that. You were actually appalled that she would have the audacity to say it to you after you guys had gotten into maybe like a bit of a fight. Yeah, and you want to know? It reminded me of. So you know, she used to be like best friends with the Kardashians. So, uh-huh. like, I know that that was like that, that has come up in other seasons when they're like, "Oh, you're crawling back to us because the Kardashians have left yep. you." Yep, which is true. Um, which is true. But I remember uh, when it was when the Kardashians were on E when it was keeping up. She was on a lot, and she was on. Va- she was. Like, you know what I'm talking about? The, she keep going. She was um. They were at. They were on vacation or something, or they're out with Courtney and Chloe and um Malik and some other people. And 
this one of the one of Courtney's friends comes from the bathroom and she's like, oh, my God, there's some girl in there hysterically crying. Like, I think there's something like really wrong. And she's like telling the girls and she's like, who cares? Like, we don't know her and just being so dismissive. And everyone is like, she's like, why? She's like, I'm not even talking to you. I'm like talking to Courtney and everybody like, why? She's like, you're ruining Courtney's good time. Like, who cares? I think it was Courtney's birthday. I think it was Courtney's birthday party. Yeah, you're ruining Courtney's good time. Like, who cares about this? And like, Courtney was completely fine with listening to the story and was like, maybe we should, we should go help her. Like, she's like, and then everyone got mad at Larsa because we were like, of course, because everyone's like, why are you being like this? She does not care about other people. So when she, when um, Gertie was telling her that it completely made me go back to there. It's like, she doesn't care about other people. That's why she responded that way. She did She did not give a shit. It completely like she, did not like phase she, her. When Gertie said initially, when she started to cry, when Gertie was like, Larsa, you need to create a safe space. And she starts to cry. Yeah. Larsa goes, why are you crying? Why are you crying? It was just like how she, why are you, you're crying? Why are you crying? Yeah. And then she, and then she goes, do you want me to talk about everything going on in my life? I know. It's it like, was, okay, okay, okay. It was like she was trying – she she was – I felt like she was mad at Gertie. Oh, because, she was. Because she was like, fuck, I thought I was going to be in control of this whole lunch and you were going to look bad and I was going to make you look bad. Yep. And now you've said you have cancer and now I can't really say anything back. No, literally it was that. It and was literally Gertie that. And Gertie literally said in that conversation, I've only told – a few of the other girls oh in the group. <laughs> and I'm just to be, and she said, just to be clear, I would like you to keep this conversation private because I would like to tell people myself. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to do it. Six hours later, this dumb bitch <laughs> fucking tells everyone. And I had it with her. I absolutely had it with her when she did that. That is so beyond crossing the line. I am fucking done with that fucking bitch. There's no coming back for her for me for her. Like and she and she and she isn't even trying to. It's not like she's doing damage control. She's fully doubling, tripling down. She was even um at the I think she did something like that at the panel. Yes. They asked her about that. Like do you think he would have a different response? And she still could not just be like no. Like I made like my response was not good at all and I apologize and I wish she had been more supportive because she is a bad person well no she is and even at the reunion last year she was just saying some ugly stuff that even Andy was like oh god like he and I think even he posted something you know he always posts from the reunion tapings like mm-hmm. I'm here with the Miami women and he's like I've yelled a lot actually yelled maybe at at Larsa sorry Larsa and she goes yeah do you want to apologize and then I saw the reunion and I was like he shouldn't have apologized she deserved it no, I like there are like we watch a lot of these shows, obviously, and she is honest. I do not like her like she like she actually <laughs> seems like a really bad person. Like I know we don't know these people in real life, but I feel like the Gertie thing just took me out and I can I was like, that is who and, you are. And if you saw her the original Miami like she because she was one of the she was one of the original cast. Right. She's horrible horrible she's so mean to her staff like awful i awful awful i uh uh, yeah yeah um okay let's see if anything else we want i want to get into oh alexia and todd go to dinner uh this is i think in episode two and this dynamic was new for me seeing this because todd he brings up the party and he's like i know i stressed you out being downstairs in the gym but (laughs) I got a good workout. I had a great steak in the building. 
And I was like, oh, okay, like you're really jamming it in there. Like he's just digging, digging it in. And anytime Alexia tried to tell him her feelings on it, he would just interrupt and say, so thank you for respecting my decision. And it was, it's a dynamic I had not seen. Then when they go to the party, Larsa's thing, and yeah. he starts to, and he just goes in on the fact that Adriana was saying all this shit about his stepson, whatever. As soon as Alexia starts to tell her version or like give her thoughts, he goes, but anyway, we're not talking about that. Let's talk about you guys. You have a charity. I love it. It's, Do you hate her or something? They're both very weird because again, like. I don't even know why he had to say all of that. Like, it was a weird thing to uh, say. And then g- Google it. Like, you brought it up, homie. <laughs> Good point. Like, but I, okay, so then Adriana's version, though, when they go, she goes with the girls to have, uh, this is when G- Gertie ends up telling them that she has cancer. Uh, but it's like the besties. It's Larsa, not Larsa. It's uh, Nicole, Gertie, Julia, and Adriana. They go to that lunch. Adriana's version of what happens, because she said as she was leaving the party, she sees Todd coming out and she says, I apologized, you know, to him for hurting him. And he said, don't worry, Adriana, I'm good with you. Mm-hmm. I highly yeah. doubt that was said now. I highly doubt that was said. Adriana has a tendency to like her sense of reality is not totally accurate. I'm going to say I like her. I like her, though. OK, so far. I don't know. She just seems like. I'm not saying like, I don't know if I would like her in real life, but I think I like her on my TV. Does that make sense? Sure. I feel like last season may change. Like you're, you'd be more cautious after okay. seeing last season. Okay. Last season was kind of fucking wild. She's entertaining for sure. Right. Um, but she's uh, it's just a little, a little, a little off. Ooh. But okay. anyway, um, Adriana says that. Then she says. Then I said, it looks like you guys are going to need some time to figure out your marriage. <laughs> and he goes right on the nose. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't believe. Like, there's None no of that way. Happens. There's no <laughs> way. I think she's a liar. But that's yes. like. But the she thing, has a tendency to lie. The thing. Th- that's why I was like something. But like, I don't know. Like, it's entertaining me. But I know she's lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Adriana's confessional. And she's like, she tries to portray this perfect image, but it's not. You're very bitter. And I mean, she's not wrong. Clearly, we're seeing more of the reality of Alexia and Todd this season. And mm-hmm. she's probably seen that before yeah. and mm-hmm. been like, this is fucking annoying that you guys are getting these edits. Yeah. Um, so she may be, comp- may be right about that, but she's just coming off real bitter. And she's got some stuff going for her. She's got her music. Her Emilio Estefan is like producing her, her yeah, shit. Yeah, gave her a song or whatever. Yeah, so like she's got enough going on, but she's gonna, her downfall is once again gonna be that she keeps trying to come for Alexia. And then like when she was on the way to the party, when she yes. tells Kiki, like, oh, she just has, it's Todd's money or whatever. And Kiki's like, you know I'm about to go tell Alexia you said that, right? Like, Kiki and Alexia are tight. Yeah, it's just so funny to me. It's just like, she is definitely giving hardcore frenemy. Hardcore. And yeah. they, and, and, and Marisol and Adriana are going to get into it because they've, and they've known each other since the beginning. Like they're all, that's what I like about Miami. There are a lot of them have been real true friends yeah. for years. Like the new additions, like Nicole hasn't been friends with Alexia and Larsa and them. Like they're the newbies, but like the, the original people, they all do hang out. Like Lisa hangs out with Alexia and, and Larsa and all that. Like Lisa's really friends with everyone. I think that's also a component that I'm missing with like the newer franchises is yeah. that 
the older OG franchises, the foundation was actual friends or you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Salt Lake City and like all these other, like I, I'm enjoying it, but or like even the reboot of Roni, like they didn't none of them was hanging out before. Like they yeah. just, you know what I mean? It's I'm still enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. But like I do like the history, like the history with some of the OG women. Totally agree. Um, let's see. What else do I want? Okay. By the way, Nicole and Anthony are very rich. They are going boat shopping. <laughs> They're looking for a boat with two living rooms and a pool. I can't even imagine. Let's, what is that, the Titanic? Like, what kind of <laughs> boat is this? Two living rooms. I know. Um and then they're talking about the crazy renovations that they're doing on the new house, but how she likes this little cozy condo, which is like three times the size of anything I've ever lived in. <laughs> uh, and then she lists all of her investment properties, and the producers asked a question I've been curious about. They said, are these Anthony's properties or your properties? Right. And she said, I don't pay for anything. But then I was like, oh. That does, I just don't imagine – she seems like a really smart – she's an anesthesiologist for Christ's sake. Like she's probably doing great. Yeah. Um, but I'm like a little worried about that. I don't know. Well, isn't Anthony that what makes, her mom said too? Yes. I th- Yeah. And I don't know. Like as much as – I don't – I just don't get a good energy from Anthony. I just don't. I like her a lot, um, but I just don't get a good vibe from him. Yeah. But what are, what, what do I know? What do I know? She did say that she has some investment properties from before she met him. Okay. okay. But, and she has a good job, so she, if, if he left tomorrow, she, she exactly, would be fine. Exactly. See, exactly. She see, just wouldn't have the boat and the plane and all that. See, that was Erica's mishandling. Mm-hmm. She, she, she never thought that – she thought that that man would die and she would just get the, all the money, I feel like. And she yeah, did not, she did. Yeah, so she didn't have – Actually, no, what are we – Pia, what are we saying – that's not what happened. You know, Erica, she just was done being in a loveless marriage. <laughs> and that's why she left him. And then coincidentally, all this stuff happened. Yeah, I was like, okay, girl. Duh. Ugh. Like, come on, girl. Um, The episode ends weird. The, like the last, the episode three, the last one, it's like the music they play when like suspenseful things are about to happen. But it's yeah. just like Marcus and Larsa talking about their charity basketball game. And then it's like six hours later, and it's just a fight on the bus. Yeah, and I was like, that was a little anticlimactic. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was a little like that was weird. I mean, I'm excited to see this fight that's going to yeah, happen next but week. I, but it was like, why'd they do all that? I didn't like this. I feel like they overused the six hour later thing. Like it made sense the first <laughs> the first time, but I didn't need a six hours later. <laughs> they did over. For, they they overused did overuse it. that. I usually they love did. Bravo editors, but you overused that. Yeah. That was I was like that. That's not that big a deal. The rumors, the nastiness about her. After seeing the saga that my father has gone through, having not taken care of his teeth, I'm on a kick. As of the last few years, I'm gonna get my oral care under control so I can keep my teeth for as long as possible. So I'm so pumped that Quip is sponsoring the pod because Quip has all kinds of things to help you get better oral care. They've got this amazing electric toothbrush that has sonic vibrations that are timed with 30 second pulses. So it guides you through that dentist recommended two minute clean. And it's really sleek too. It's not bulky like most electric toothbrushes with like a charger and everything. There is a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount so that there's less clutter. And it was perfect when I traveled 
to BravoCon. They do reusable handles in a range of super cool metal hues as well as like bright plastic colors. I want one in every color. This is a rechargeable toothbrush too. It's all the original features of the Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of brushing. On top of your brushing, you can upgrade your Quip with a smart motor so that you can track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. You can earn rewards like free refills or products, Target gift cards. And I always forgot to change out my toothbrush. And that's what Quip is perfect for. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from seven And starting at just $25, you get stylish, affordable electric toothbrushes. You won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health. If you go to getquip.com slash bravo right now, you'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser. That's your 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser at getquip.com dot com slash bravo spelled g-e-t-q-i-p dot com slash bravo quip the good habits company how could you do this to me question mark when i started this podcast i certainly did not think that my shopify experience of building an online store would translate but then we needed a merch store and we used an outside company at first and we're just not happy with the design and the lack of control of the design so i said let's go back to shopify shopify is your no excuses business partner you sell without needing to code or design just bring your best ideas and shopify will help you open up shop shopify makes it easy for you to show up exactly the way you want to. You customize your online store to your style with gorgeous, flexible templates and powerful tools. And you don't have to just sell your own stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, which gives your customers more variety and your business more sales. Also, grow your average order value with Shopify Bundles. That's the app where you can create and sell product bundles with ease. One of the most amazing tools is Shopify magic. You can whip up captivating content that converts from blog posts to product descriptions, generate instant frequently asked question answers, pick the perfect email send time, plus Shopify magic's free for every Shopify seller. And once you start selling, Shopify makes getting paid simple by instantly accepting every type of payment. And Shopify grows with your business no matter how far or how big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integrations and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business. Do you want marketing made simple? Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze your online marketing campaigns. Running a growing business means getting the insights you need wherever you are. Shopify's single dashboard, you can manage or shipping and payments from literally anywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. The best part is Shopify's support is so amazing. They are really, truly helpful and there for you at all times. They never said I was stupid, and I know they were thinking it. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period 
period at shopify.com slash she speaks all lowercase go to shopify.com slash she speaks now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash she speaks i love that okay i think we covered everything uh next week will be a little bit easier because it'll just be like one episode but now let's get into bev hills beverly hills yay so I was so happy when Pia texted me. She said, "Let me say, let me let me read it." So I don't. Oh, get it what wrong. the fuck did I say? I don't even know. Not me agreeing with Kyle. Ah! Make it stop. LOL. <laughs> I was. I I related so much to that though because I was like, "God damn it! What is happening right now?" I know it's it was it's wild. I've also been on a frenzy texting that to people too. It's like, why am I agreeing with Kyle so much? I talked to my mom this morning about it. She's like. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's happening. <laughs> I think because Sutton's energy is so, like, I don't know if that was just not shown in its entirety before, but like, and maybe there's just more more time to give her screen time. I don't know. Rena's, but, it's Rena's not there. They are sucking out all of yeah. the energy and like just being distracting. And like, and and Erica's not on her, like in the middle of all of this, you know, legal shit that that's all we can think about. And Sutton, what made us like Sutton, I think, is that she was the only one willing to ask the questions that right. no one else seemed to be willing to do. Yes. And now we don't need that. Correct. Necessarily. Yeah. And uh, like... Well, you I know just... what? I think Kyle actually thank you Kyle for once. Um you actually helped me out to remember all the things I did not like about Sutton when she first came on and it was all the shit that Kyle says at the very end of the episode and yep. we flash back to it's like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "That's right. She does all that stuff." She does do stuff like 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 that a lot and it's very annoying. Yeah. And then she doesn't seem to acknowledge that it's over the top. Yes. You know, it's one thing if she could acknowledge, like she seems to at first, like after she initially freaked out um, and they went to dinner that same night, she was like, I know I can be passionate or whatever. But then like when they're trying, when like Garcelle, her friend is like, well, you were unhinged. Yeah. And she's like, I wasn't unhinged. And Kyle was like, yeah, you were a little bit. She's like, okay, fine. Yeah. But you were. Like, if you don't think that you were being so over the top, then. Your, your behavior was not acceptable. <laughs> and no. you have to just own that. And I honestly was completely fine with how Erica responded to all of it. To be what honest. Did she, what did she even do? Just like, like, we're going to get to it at the end, but just like how she, oh. like, how she just was, like, with, like, Sutton. Like, I was, like, Sutton getting upset at the end of the episode because of Erica Oh, with the elevator? Yeah, I was fine with oh, that. Oh, you were okay with that? Wow. Damn. I was. You know why? Because it was rude. It was rude what Sutton did. And the dancer, the, the they obviously worked really hard to, like, you know, give them a good experience. And I think that Sutton did owe them an apology. And it was, and I kept thinking this too, like, this was a chance for Magic Mike to be on the platform of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, it was right. an opportunity for them to have that, like, press. Yeah. And she was making it seem like they were sleazy and, like, they were, they do work hard on that show. So it's like, I I was, I, I, again, I do not understand what was happening to me this episode. Not me agreeing with Eric and Kyle this whole goddamn episode, like, was wild for me. <laughs> yeah. I d- Dorit really took it to a place, too, in her confessional. She's, Magic Mike is an incredible show. 
people travel, like she's acting like this is like a famous opera. People travel from all over the world to see it. So to have my friend act like that was truly mortifying. Honestly, I wasn't feeling Dorit at all. She was too much. That per like Dorit, like her on the bus and her in the confessional with the over-exaggeration of the my, magic mic, I wasn't feeling that. I was not. Yeah, Dorit is and, – and they did not have any resolution with Garcelle unless they cut it out, but there was no fucking resolution. I did not get to – I did not get to see Dorit say, I'm so sorry, Garcelle. I kind of – I over – I didn't react properly. I should have hurt nothing. So – Because Dorit's – Dorit is – She's not – you were right. Like you said, she's just not going to look within and she is not going to accept the fact that she hurt Garcelle and it's going to take Garcelle some time to move past it. And mm-hmm. she's just going to brush it under the rug and and Garcelle is up to Garcelle to get over it. 100%. Like it always is. It, absolutely. Like it always is. Mm-hmm. But PK went out with Mo the night before and Mo told him that they're – there, he has no time to fight. In my mind, my wife is always always right. That's a big. He's he's said that before, and it's all it's seemed like a cute thing that he says. Mm-hmm. It seemed kind of like oh, that's sweet, but it's actually like it means he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, like if she's starting to express herself about something, and he's like, "You're right, you're right," but then like doesn't really, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it can be very dismissive. It's actually like not the sweet thing I once thought it was. Yeah, I felt the same way too because it almost, I almost feels, feel, because I, I do think that Mauricio puts on for the camera. He knows he's being filmed. And it almost, yeah. it almost is like laying groundwork for like, look at me, poor victim me. Like, I just have to agree with Kyle. Or my life, wife is always right. Yeah, like, or my life is going to be a living hell and I'm keeping my family together by just shutting my mouth. Yep. Has that vibe. It's kind of, yeah, it's like, I feel like he's like, in a way, subtly, putting it on Kyle for why, if they're not why they're not together or what why they have problems cuz he's hmm. he is agreeable. Yeah, I'm always going to agree. And then Kyle when she talks to Mo about the dinner, note that she FaceTimes him but he doesn't have the video on. He was driving. He was driving. Can't you have FaceTime on? Um when I'm driving and I have my Google Maps attached like the it's giving me directions, it will not show the picture. Really? I can see them, but they cannot see me. Oh. I but, didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah. That's probably intelligent. But also, why? I don't know. It, that, that is what happens. because, Like, like if it, anything, you would think you wouldn't be able to see them so that you could stay focused. But like, why would it cut I'm not off? even sure if I can see them. No, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Um, but yeah, that is what happens. Because like, whenever I'm driving, my cousin Portia will FaceTime me. She's like, I can't see you. I was like, I'm driving. And I, I don't, ah. it's not like I push a thing it just doesn't it goes to the car oh. it goes to the car and I can't see anything interesting anyway but Mauricio is just like oh yeah we went to went to dinner he doesn't have anything to say about it he He's doesn't like, even he didn't even tell great. her yeah he didn't even tell her that she he said stuff about their marriage he didn't he left that out yeah she's like can you give me the girl version he's like well, what do you want me to say like whatever we went to dinner mm-hmm. okay got it like, you have no interest. What it feels like is Mauricio has just been Mr. Schmoozy guy as much as he can because he's got to grow the business. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not that type of person in my life, I don't – what do you want to talk about? I don't even care. Yeah, I feel like we have we are definitely unraveling what is causing the rift. 
and it's definitely the lifestyle choices now. Mm-hmm. 100%. I did like Erica's pink pink sequin set that she wore to lunch with Crystal. I actually would wear that. <laughs> yeah. I would 100% wear that. Garcelle books this gondola ride in Vegas, and Luca, the driver? What do you call that? The captain? I think he's a, a gondolian. I don't know. A gondolian? The guide? I don't know. I think that he saw an opportunity and he was like, oh, you bitches think you're going to have a conversation? I'm going to sing. Yeah, no, he that was intentional. This is my moment. This yeah. is my fucking moment. He was like, I will be singing from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get casted off. This is my reel, okay? This is 100% <laughs> amusing, this footage. I will say that I was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills as a singer. Yes, absolutely. It's on his IMDb. 100%. Dorit and Kyle get lunch. This was a very telling lunch. Uh, Dorit's like, maybe it's because of the no sleep that I reacted that way to Garcelle. I'm like, no. That's no. how he would have reacted regardless. She always um, reacts to Garcelle like this. Yes. She's like the number one culprit, honestly, if you look back she at everything. is. Actually. It's always her. Remember, Lisa Rinna had like a lip thing and they were yes. all sitting outside and that's when Dorit was just so fucked up to Garcelle. Oh, I need to watch that scene again and get yeah. all over again. No, it's it's usually Dorit. Dorit has an issue with Garcelle. And it's yep. like, it's a... I don't know. People might come for me, but it feels a little microaggressive. Like the language that she uses with Garcelle in particular, I notice it more with her than not. I don't notice it with Erica. I do not notice it with Kyle. I notice it Sutton, with Dor- not all. Not Sutton, I notice it or Crystal. I know it. I notice it with Dorit. Like even when they're in later with in Garcelle. the bus, like yeah, with Garcelle when they're in the bus, oh. and she's like, "I'm not trying to get in a screaming match." Like this, like little things. She's always talking about. Garcelle's volume or Anger, she's angry. Yes. There's a lot of stereotypical things. Yes, yes. And or she's emotionless or like all these yes. things. Like and it's I just stereotypes it. of black women. And I don't think she's intentionally doing that, but like something subconscious about her and Garcelle. I don't know. I agree. And maybe I'll put a little compilation together because I'm remembering how pissed I was at that particular event. Um what was that two seasons ago now? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, quite a lot of content of Dorit doing that. So even like when she, they've made Garcelle cry in front of them, remember at that I know, one day? And they were like, this is what we've been wanting. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I hate, like, uh huh. Mm hmm. Right there with you. So Dorit asks Kyle about why she's not drinking. And I'm I'm going to I know I did not expect this but I'm going to get really irritated with people constantly asking Kyle like when are you going to drink again? Like we got to drop it. Yeah. We've got to drop it. She doesn't want to drink and at this point it's it, she's going through something clearly and rather than being like, "Well, you're not being fun." It's so toxic to do that to people. Yeah. So toxic to do that to people. As clear maybe I'm like relating too much because when I stopped drinking, I had way too many people be like, "Oh my god, really?" And I'm like, do you I, not recall? Yeah, I I think it's a I I understand having to adjust to like that's just like Kyle is not the same type of person mm-hmm. on the vacation. I understand that, but like you guys have known for a while now that she's not drinking, and it it, it is quite irritating to cont- continuously bring it up when she is very she's trying to be also strong and not do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she like she's getting tempted or anything, but you never know. And you doing that could 
you know, make her be like, well, fine, I'll have a drink. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The, the peer pressuring of it all mm-hmm, is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend that I used to, like, party with all the time, a coworker. And he hasn't been drinking for like seven months, and some people are taking it like hard. Like you're, you don't want to hang out. It's like, no, he's just he's just different. I'm, I, but I still like him. It's not about drinking. You know what I mean? So if you're mm-hmm. so irritated with, like, maybe you don't like Kyle. Exactly. Like, and yeah, and she even says, because uh, Dorit's like, I miss all the funny, the funny, silly things that we used to do on vacation. And Kyle was like, I actually just felt pressured to act that way because it was like expected and I would even pretend I was drinking like sometimes it's just like club soda but it would be like I'm like oh yeah no it's vodka and I was like really because I did not get that vibe it always seemed like Kyle was the one leading I felt like getting more cocktails I I mean I'm also wondering if she it's I mean she's trying to work out her feelings about alcohol and her behavior and I feel like maybe she feel like it's a a way for her to come to terms with some of her behavior when she was drinking and like mm-hmm. to like shift blame of like I was being pressured as opposed to you made those decisions <laughs> to do that. Yeah. It felt like but I I also understand too where if you're if you're always known as the one who goes out and gets drunk. Yeah. It is sort of hard to stop being that person. Yeah. Um, so I guess I could see it both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly – I'm sure she's talked about it more and they just keep editing it out and like cutting it down. But like yeah. I would love to keep he- – I would love to keep hearing her talk about these epiphanies and realizations because yeah. we've watched her for so many years and she's – it never felt like anyone was pressuring Kyle. I never felt that way, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not there the whole time. So I don't, I don't know. We only get to see what we see. So it, Mm -hmm. that is how she has come off. Mm -hmm. But I guess like if I think, I guess I can understand it. I don't know. I, to to be determined. Right. To be determined. To be determined. Yeah. Erica and Crystal at lunch. Crystal asks if Erica misses anything about her old life. And I was like. What are you going to say? Because, I, you know, she's changed this fucking story so many times. And she's like, you know, I miss, like, the warm stuff, but not the fighting and the pressure. And then in her confessional, at the end, Tom and I fought about everything. We had both dissented into resentment, and that is when a marriage is over. Mm-hmm. Girl, you're leaving out the part that he was, according to you, slowly mentally declining. Yeah, she forgot about that part. You forgot to leave. You forgot that part, and then that you left him in the midst of that—that that he was completely losing his faculties—and you were like, "But you're kind of mean to me." Which so is then you probably left. why because he was losing his. Well, he was always mean to you, Erica. You just—he had money though, so you didn't care. Uh, yeah, uh huh. So it's just you're st- you're very much forgetting that we all know other like there's I have so much footage on my phone that I keep forgetting to put together of all the stuff that she said all the contradicting stories that she said it's like you can't know this man is declining mentally you've been with him for all these years and then you're like you know what I just can't do it anymore yeah it's just like Garcelle said why not just wait exactly because there's no money because there's no fucking money that is why you were there hello and he knows that and that's mm-hmm. why he did what he did, because he was trying mm-hmm. to keep your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the same thing that's happening over at, in Potomac with um, Mia. You ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. I ain't I ain't staying. This is a transactional relationship. At least she's ballsy enough to kind of just say it. <laughs> like, 
I'm shocked that Gordon is shocked by it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like Gordon. Gordon. She, he, she is very, I think she's always been very clear that she married you for your money. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mia's trash though. Oh, she absolutely is. Yeah, she's real trash. I guess so. I guess Erica is kind of too. Erica's uh, it's a different. It's a different type of trash, though. The way she talks now, it's like it reminds me of when I took um, Adipex, which is a, an appetite suppressant. Essentially, it's just speed. Oh. And she talk. It's like you're you kind of jaw the whole time. So everything Erica has this new way of talking now that she's skinny, and I'm like, mm? she mm? she's talking different. She's, she's talking, talking real, real different. She's talking real tweaked out um kyle talks about the situation with mo she gets more into it she says that baby him needing to go out socially all the time and drink isn't something i want to do anymore she wants to be home reading she wants to live in the mountains and do stuff she likes to do and you know mauricio's like ew no absolutely he's like partier yeah and they and they were together. They threw parties all the time. And yeah. so she's like, I'm done pretending like that's what I want to do. I can't recall if her friend had uh, committed suicide bef- like during before this is filming or if this was something that happened like in the middle of filming because I know that happened, but she's not mentioning it. Yeah. I, I and I don't know the time. I don't know the timing of it because um, She's saying, okay, so she's, her thing is she expected more from him with what I was going through. I'm, okay, it's not the first time Kyle and Kathy had a fallout. They have fallouts all the time. Yeah. So it's got, I'm telling, the only thing that tracks for me is that Kathy said something about how everyone knows Mauricio has affairs and cheats on her or something. Mm-hmm. And so that's why Kyle expected more from him specifically in this time frame. Yeah. Because it just doesn't track. I'm like, you guys have fallen out a billion times. Yeah, like I'm sure you're kind of desensitized to it at this point. You know what I mean? And uh, it was – it was, this was sad. It was – this part made me feel like – Okay, I get kind of what's happening with Kyle. Yeah. Um, where she's probably been protecting this guy, protecting Mauricio because he's so lovable and easy to protect, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's she's been like I don't know. Do you, we think he cheated, right? Yeah. Didn't Teddy say that? Yeah, her- she's basically hinted at that for sure when she's talked about when she tried her hardest to get everyone to ask what happened her first season. Yeah, and I feel like Kyle, I don't know. I at first I thought Kyle and him would and Mauricio will work it out, but I don't know. Now I don't that know I'm like either. watching this season, and also I feel like Teddy's so up Kyle's ass mm-hmm. that she wouldn't even. Yeah, she wouldn't have even said anything like that. Yeah, unless Kyle without gave Kyle's her permission. permission. Yeah. So totally and I feel agreed. like if she gave per, if Kyle gave permission for Teddy to even allude to that, she done done. Like I said last <laughs> uh, recast, mm-hmm. yes, you did, yeah, with. The way that she was like baiting Mauricio's mom, it was like I feel like she is she is out here exposing people, mm. and that means mm. that she is done. Yep, I'm right there with you. Okay, so Garcelle and Sutton earlier in the day they met with Oliver. Now I'm gonna say something about this. Uh, I'm a little I'm a little ticked. <laughs> God, um, because. 
I kind of, I've gone to bat for Garcelle so many times saying that she does talk about what's going on in her life, but they gave a very watered down version. Now, mind you, maybe Garcelle talked about the whole thing and they just cut it because they didn't want her to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But she, she says he was, you know, shown on camera kissing Raquel, but what people didn't understand was that he was separated. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you going to bring up that his ex-wife or whatever she was, was posting all this stuff and saying all this stuff and at least address it. It was a very light scene. It wasn't even a scene. It was a flashback of the scene. I was confused by that too. I think I was thinking maybe it was the editing because I'm almost like, I wasn't sure if maybe producers don't want to muddy up Beverly Hills with the Vanderpump Rules drama. So they... Oh. I don't know. Like, maybe... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. And it's... it. I, I'm hoping that that's what it is and that Garcelle doesn't think that she can also, like, kind of skate by since she's go- she said herself at the panel, we're on a reality TV show. Yeah. I want to go with... I will be ticked, too, if she... If if that's the case, and I hope we get more clarity on that. But I feel like with the scene we got from first episode and her like being letting us see Jax like wild yeah. out on her, like I don't know why she it's all been in the press, like why you wouldn't just talk about it. Like Yeah. She's talked about Oliver's druggies, but remember that got cut? When, that got cut. So that was in the never before scene. Yeah. So it seemed like she was just coming at um Rena. Rena. But she had opened – like, so I feel like she has been open about, like, Oliver. She hasn't hid, um, hid that fact that he's a recovering drug addict. Like, and she did have a sit-down, and it didn't seem like – they had a whole lunch. Like, I like you know, they they chose not to show it. Yep. So I don't know. Okay. We'll hope for that. Kyle is wearing her Kimosabi hat for their night out at the country bar. I thought that was very – she loves that hat. She, she loves, loves it. She loves that place. What is Garcelle's outfit, though? I Those never kn- pants with the ch- with the friend. Uh, I try I not. What was on the pants? Was I, it a tiger? Was it a lion? I love Garcelle, but I do need her to get a, a whatever whoever her stylist is. It's just not working for me. Like she's. Oh, no. It's just I can. I'm never. It's confident. so hit or miss. Yeah, I'm never confident. Never. with what she's going to look like. Never. Because <laughs> when she looks good, it's like, oh, my God, she's just the most Ex- stunning person. But then it's like, when you look bad, it's like, why were these the choices? And I do think it's her fault, too, because I think she's obviously yeah, okay. It's her taste. It's, it's her taste. But, like, she needs someone to tell her, Like, no, no your taste is not working. Yes. And it's, I don't. You're Only too, trust you're me. You're too gorgeous to be looking a mess all the time. Mm-hmm. Because those pants. That's the whole outfit. Um. At dinner, I know we already went into this, but Car- Garcelle's like, Kyle, how long are you going to do this no drinking thing? And Erica's like, I wonder the same thing. And I'm like, we got to stop. I don't yeah. want to, I don't want, this is it. You guys get this one time and that's it. I but truly, play- oh, oh, sorry. I, was, I just, no, no, tru- I don't know. I don't, I feel like Kyle just needs to sit down and tell them what's going on with her and her choices because I think that they mm, think that's that what she, it is. Th- that they think that this is some type of phase. Or something, and I don't think that they understand that this is an actual lifestyle change that she is, like, I didn't realize that, I thought the drinking, she was taking a pause until this episode, until she's like, I have no intention on drinking ever again. I didn't know that, that she was just, and maybe they think it's more of the weight loss thing, and that's why she's not drinking it. Oh. And they're not understanding, it's, she doesn't like who she is when she drinks. Mm, 
And I think she needs to just tell them that so they can stop harassing her about this. Yeah. Yeah. They play a card game, and the question is, is monogamy natural for human beings? And Erica goes into this utterly insane, no, because we are mammals. And just like with lions, lions find this young cub. And I'm like, girl, you need to just sit it out sometimes. What is she doing? What are you talking about? Dorit threw shade at her, too. She's like, uh, you picked the oldest lion in the pack. That okay? was funny. I know. Um. But Kyle goes, I think it's individual, too. Of course, I'm, like, noting anything Kyle says about this. Yeah. And then Garcelle just asks, on her own accord, the married women, what they think about infidelity, if it's one time. Is one time enough to let it go? And Kyle really doesn't give a lot. She goes, I don't know. And then in her confessional, she says, there have been a lot of rumors, and they show that season where it's, like, Mauricio with the young girl or whatever. Yeah. And Kyle, she doesn't say it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. She doesn't say that. She says, I mean, come on. Do I seem like the type of person who would say, ah, just don't let me find out about it. I was like, good point. Yeah. Good fucking point. So she did not deny that it happened. Right. She just said, do I really look like the person who would say, go ahead and have an affair? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at what point does money stop making you happier or something like that was one of the questions. Mm -hmm. And then Erica goes into how she fears her bills. I don't want to look at the bills. When I see those numbers, I get nervous. Uh, I don't travel anymore. I don't shop. Um, I, we, what she, it's, has it been proven that she's got a rich boyfriend? Um, I thought it, well, I thought it had been. I, or, or, or a man funneling her money. I don't know. I, I know I've heard a lot of rumors, but I didn't okay, know that was, like, confirmed. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm i sure she does have a lot of, like, wealthy gentlemen people that give her – keep her afloat. Yeah. And it, she was – oh, that's actually what I'm thinking of was incorrect. She was she was photographed with some guy who, you know, was of Tom's age, basically. And then that guy was like, I'm married and here's my wife. And then he posted, like, some creepy picture of him Yeah, it wife. was somebody who owned, I think, a restaurant in Vegas – or something, something like that. And, yeah. and that her and Tom, that was like their favorite place to go. So that, that they, she knew, they, they knew, she knew, Erica knew right. him with, as a, when she was married with Tom. That's right. That's right. Right. Erica says, you know, it's the freedom is worth it. And Garcelle's like, well, you never hear you talk like this. And Erica's like, I don't have to be on the defensive like I used to. I don't, she does though. Like, honestly, like, doesn't, it's not done. I think right? that, I think that she, is more like because I think she's kind of says this a little bit later, like within this conversation, like she doesn't have the fear of like jail time, at least. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't think she's on the hook for that. Did she say that in the in this thing? Well, I missed it. I think I think she said something along the lines of like when like I think you you get more concerned about like the like I think like she said something about like going to jail, like because I think Tom Tom had Tom is like he could go, like he, I think he still has to worry about that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, I think once you know that you're not going to like get locked up, everything else seems a little bit better. Like, That's funny, I missed it. They go to this country bar and they look scared. Like they're like, this is not where we want to. Garcelle's like the whiteness of it all. I know. Like, I I, is- I chuckled out loud so hard when she said that because that is. Black people, we we say that kind of stuff. Like when some some real, real white white happens. Real white happens. Yep. 
That yep. was real white. <laughs> that was real white. Yeah. I do like participating in your activities, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do enjoy them. <laughs> All right. The next day they're leaving. This is when they're waiting by the elevators. And the elevator opens and it's Davis and Mikey. And Erica's like, here's your chance to apologize, Sutton, for saying the show was shit and that he was over the top. Davis would him, himself, he's like, I would appreciate that. Absolutely. That's when I was like, oh, they thought this was going to be a big PR moment for the show. And yeah. then Sutton does that. And they're like, are you fucking kidding? And he's like, you should stay till the end next time because it gets really artful. And she's like, I know. It's probably a great show. I know. I know. I know. Erica claims she didn't set that up. Oh, that was set up. But there's just no – because also the 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 oh, actually, hold on. Wait. I was going to say the elevator door opened on that floor and they weren't even supposed to like stop at that floor, but they had probably hit the button. Mm -hmm. So the elevator probably stopped there. I think production said, I'm going to lock the elevator. Y'all be in here. And when they, when they're walking, I'm going to let you guys out. (laughs) Like, I feel like production held that damn elevator for them to have that moment. Cause Erica's like, it was God (laughs) shining down on me. And allowed me to confront Sutton. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to lie. I typically would be so annoyed with someone using that, like, oh, God, da da da, to, like, give me this moment. But I was thoroughly entertained by the the whole spiel. Wow. I, I you had a different experience with Erica than I did this episode. I It was just because I really was like, you know... You were mad at Sutton. I was mad at Sutton. And I, cause I, and I feel like Sutton kind of got away with it. And I was like, no, like, apologize to them. <laughs> do it <laughs> like, but of course Sutton now is like she is I cannot even believe that I can't even believe that and then they get on the van and she's like Erica that was kind of mean to try and embarrass me uh, and Erica says I didn't finish this sentence I don't know she says something did you have to something I don't know I didn't finish the sentence I don't know what she says um but Kyle says, we weren't going to le- – oh, oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Did you have to make a big spe- a big spectacle or mm-hmm. whatever? And that Sutton's like, I was the only one who walked out. Everyone else followed me and that's the problem. That's why it got weird. And Kyle's like, we weren't going to leave you, okay? Because yeah. you seemed so un- – you seemed unhinged. And Sutton, ah, I was not. And Garcelle, thank God, was like, no, you, you were on it. And, I, and I appreciate girl. Garcelle being honest. Me too. Because like, I think – God. I think that has been the biggest issue with the issue. ladies yep. Yep. is yep. that, she, like, they're like, can you at least validate that she's acting out? And like, And I feel like Garcelle, she's like, I will if, it, if I feel that way. And she felt that way. And she said, you – I said it to her in that moment and I'm saying it to you guys in front of you guys. She was too much. Too much. Too much. Then it gets so fucking weird because then Sutton starts crying and Dorit just like sits next to her. Yeah. And Garcelle goes, Dorit, I wish you had, it would have been nice if you had gone after Sutton. Dorit goes, I wish I had. I wish I had. I do. I wish I could. I wish I had. What? And then she goes, but then she asks Garcelle, she goes, but you couldn't take her from a 10 to a 2? 
Garcelle's like, bitch, I'm not her therapist. I'm her friend. What the fuck are you talking about? And you also don't know what the fuck Garcelle said out there. And that when Garcelle's like, you weren't even there. So the fuck, the fact that you're telling me what was said is bullshit. Go fuck yourself, Dorit. Yeah. I can't stand Dorit in this scene. Dorit was on, Dorit was, talk about unhinged. She made no damn sense. No. They start to kind of go back and forth and then Kyle tries to say something to Dorit too. Like, we tried, okay? Like, Dorit, shut the fuck up. And then Sutton, I am not going to apologize again i am sorry for being uncomfortable i am done talking about it and then there's this pause and dorit looks at erica and goes you good and erica's like i'm fine and then she asks sutton you good and sutton's like you know what sometimes (laughs) silence is golden (laughs) i also agreed with sutton like dorit shut up shut up it's over it's done i also agreed with sutton in the sense of like as much as I was mad at Sutton for what she did at Magic Mike, that's why I, I was happy with the whole elevator thing is like, we're going to be completely done with this after that. She apologized. Y'all confronted her on the bus. Now we're done. I don't want to hear about Magic Mike after this episode. Oh, yeah. No, it, exactly. Please don't harp on this. You, yeah. can, you can like pepper it in if you have other things you want to bring up. But like, yeah, that's, like what, what, like the sit down with Kyle and her. That made sense because she wasn't harping on it. it like she had to bring it up as an example because of the what Sutton was saying to her. So like that's a little bit of a different situation. Exactly. So back in LA, Garcelle and Erica meet for like coffee or lunch or something. And this this seems kind of pointless. And it really went nowhere. It's like Garcelle says she likes Dorit, but she doesn't listen. And Erica being like, I learned how to speak Dorit or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. And then Garcelle asks about Vegas. And I'm assuming she means the elevator. And Erica says Sutton flipped and changed everyone's mood. And they're like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, uh uh-huh. And that's it. I'm like, so I think it was just to establish that these two are cool. I, and Garcelle isn't going to keep defending Sutton. I, I had a different feeling about it. I did like seeing that because, again, without Rinna, I am so interested in seeing the dynamics between people that we don't get to typically see. And also it gave me an opportunity to, to really understand that Garcelle didn't really have beef with Erica in that. Um, talk that she had with the ladies in Vegas and it was like directed mm. more so towards Dorit and Kyle. Dorit specifically. It is, yeah, Dorit specifically. And when they even did the flashback and stuff like that, it she was talking to them. Like she was the, she said it's the laughing thing that she's having an issue with. It wasn't even yeah. the Erica stuff. So that Which. really made it clear to me that she is able, like Garcelle is wanting to move past it and she has been able to start doing that with Erica because I feel like Erica has taken much more accountability in what happened. So it's it's easier for Garcelle to be able to have one-on-ones and Dorit's just not giving her that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I love that, Pia. Kyle then goes to Sutton. So last scene. She goes to Sutton's. Avi, Avi was on Watch What Happens Live, by the way. He's oh. such a doll. He seems so sweet. Um, but he brings out the tea because they're like going over the tea and stuff and he yeah. brings out the tea and then Sutton's like, oh, that okay, but you forgot a spoon. Yeah. Ugh. I, again, I, I felt weird during that whole thing like with him. I'm like, are you mean to him? I cannot tell. I can't figure it out. I'm I don't think it's. I don't like it. I don't love it. I don't want to. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> anyway, they get into the Vegas trip. And Sutton's impression of how Erica handled the elevator thing is my new, like, sleep paralysis demon. (laughs) Sutton! 
out of fucking crazy ass face. I was like, okay, first of all, you've been workshopping that impression for a couple of years, I can tell. You've been waiting <laughs> to bust it out, and it's not even very good. But what the hell? Like Sutton was an energy that was a little that was odd. And I was kind of right there with Kyle when Kyle's like, no, are you okay? Yeah. Like, are you okay here? Yeah. But then in Sutton's confessional, she says that in Vegas, she realized that Kyle is not her friend and will never have her back. That confused me personally because I was like, but what did she do in Vegas that was so bad? She didn't, she didn't like, what, allow you to freak out and just be like, yeah, it's okay. Sutton felt like this or whatever. Like she, I, again, yeah, I didn't agree. Like the thing is you can call Kyle out for a lot of things. We have many times, but I don't think that anything Kyle did in Vegas was bad because Sutton, you were unhinged and you're mad because Kyle wouldn't let you go down with the lie of why you're upset. She was calling you out like Mm -hmm. you are. And I don't even think she was doing it in like a mean way. She was like, Mm -hmm. Sutton, could it be that your emotions are so heightened right now because you thought this night was going to go a certain way and and you felt left out and not chosen? Like she was trying to like help you like is this could this be why you're so worked up but you didn't want to hear it mm-hmm. you didn't want and and you wanted everyone to just go with what you were saying and no one not even garcelle was gonna gonna do that Mm-mm. So, no so like yeah, yeah. and but then and, i didn't like the way sutton was like defend your friend kyle mm-hmm. yeah defend your friend the way she was like smirking and raising her eyebrows it was she was not Garcelle, Sutton was bringing up old shit that Kyle did from like last season. Like yeah. when she did, in, like when she did interrupt yes. her conversation with yes. Diana and stuff like yes. that. We can't be doing that. We've already moved past it. Kyle is, did not do that this time. And you can't use something she did last time in this situation. And also question. What did what what did she miss about the uh, what background on your freakout was she, she missing? That's she why, heard it all. She, that's why this doesn't even make sense, and that's why. And I I understand that's why Kyle got upset. She's like, no, you're not going to use what happened yeah. between us last year in this moment because that is really not what is happening. I saw my friend upset. I sat down. I asked what was going on, and unfortunately, <laughs> the shit you were upset about was kind of not that really worth me being like, oh my god, you're so validated here. It's yeah. like. Okay, well, Sutton, maybe like it's not, uh, and that's and that's why you're mad at Kyle. Yeah, no, she, nope. Her beef with Kyle, like I, <sighs> she's giving me the wrong example to be to for why she's come to the conclusion her and Kyle yes. will never be friends. Yes, this is not yes. the correct example. I, that's that's a, <laughs> yes. This is not the example. I could, I, you could pull other things. This <laughs> exactly. isn't it. Yeah, there's so many other options. That's what's annoying me about this. I was like, this is not. This is not it. Exactly. No, I'm right there with you because it's it it it's like you should have had this conversation with her last year yeah. after and you kind of did sort of but like nothing happened in Vegas that would lead you to be like now I really know. And she didn't She's even, really not my friend. And she didn't even push it either. If anybody pushed it it was Dorit. Yeah. So you needed to be having a sit down with Dorit about this. But then Why Kyle like, in it? <laughs> but then the way like the way – I know Andy thought it was so iconic. The name him. Name him. He thought – he kept saying that over and over again when she was on Watch What Happens Live last night. But I wanted to fucking smack her. Oh, the- <laughs> she was 
because Kyle was saying it. She's like, well, you had the freak out in Vegas and name them, name them. It's like, literally, she's talking and yeah. she's naming them. And it's just a tactic when people don't want you to name it. To, uh-huh. to, to, so I, you can like, you're confusing. You're thinking, my, it's a stall tactic. It's like you're confusing them and you're also thinking like, exact, what can I do? Exactly. Yep. Like she uh-huh. was, and I, I felt so frustrated for Kyle because she's like, I actually do have examples, but I can't, I literally yes. can't yes. think because you're fucking on repeat with that. Name it, name it, then, name it. And, and now then, I want to smack you. Then when she had the examples, I was like, Take that, Sutton. I was so. These are valid fucking examples. She, and she like listed I was so uh-huh. happy that Kyle was able to do that because yeah. I, I think that I might have been off kilter from I, that. I whole. already, I already was like, fuck, now I can't think of any. I couldn't think of one thing. And out. I was so happy Kyle did because I was like, oh, yes. 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 She's like, uh. It, your ugly leather pants, high. That's one. Yeah. Then there was the um the the time and wherever the hell they were the, Tahoe. The, I don't remember the foot thing with, with the with the face roller. But that that which was sparked because I think Crystal may oh, have. Yeah, you were kicking me under the table. She, I was like, she's like she she kicked have, me, and you know I have sensitive legs. <laughs> you know I have very delicate legs the or whatever. <laughs> fuck yes yeah, so these examples are examples of you freaking out Sutton yeah so what do you got now yeah so yeah Sutton seemed really off kilter it's yeah and they have look unfortunately the Rena, Erica Kyle they've been saying this about Sutton like no Sutton makes everything about her she does blah 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 and it just felt like they were being haters yeah that now I'm like, okay, maybe they had some valid points. And if the thing is, I think that we've we've all we've were always annoyed with those moments. We forget because then all this other crap will happen mm. in a season. And I think somebody on your YouTube comments may have uh, said this. They're like, this always happens. Sutton always annoys you in the beginning of the the season, and then other yes, other so other so yeah, true. Other things happen, and then you forget about it. Because mm-hmm. you've been distracted. So you, and yeah. it happens in the beginning of the season. So you're like, it's not even on your radar anymore. And yeah. it's so true. She always yeah. starts the season out fucking annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope she can get it together soon. Yeah. And well, it, well, her saying that she's like, now I know Kyle is not my friend. It kind of makes me understand why Kyle felt, like as she said at the panel, that the reason and the way Sutton was bringing up the potential marital issues didn't feel like concern. It just felt mean. And if Sutton's over here saying, Kyle is not my friend, but then she's like, well, talk about your marriage, Kyle. You know what I mean? Like, I feel, I can understand yeah. Kyle being like, mm, this doesn't feel like what you're trying to claim it is. Yeah. And again, we we, I guess we, we do like when Sutton digs. digs. So. Mm-hmm. She better dig on Dorit too, then. Yeah. She better dig on Dorit too. Then. All, right. All right. Well, how are we feeling about this season so far? I'm enjoying it. Feels it feels different. It feels different. That's what it's it's like it really does feel different without Rena. It does feel different. I'm enjoying it because mm-hmm. again, I'm I feel like it's the, the, the issue, and I always say this every freaking season, it feels like it's always some type of premeditated work. This is what this our season is going to be about. And I'm enjoying all of like the colors. Like, 
all of the different things. Everybody's shifting dynamics. Like I, ne- I never know what to, who Dere- like if Dorit's gonna come at Erica or she's gonna come at Sutton. I have no idea. She kind of mm-hmm. she dig it on Kyle. Like I'm loving it. I'm loving the colors, the layers. I can't wait mm-hmm. for the new girl to be introduced and finally maybe get a little bit more from Crystal. Yeah, and I'm. I, I found. I, was it you who told me this? Someone told me this. Um, that Crystal actually did come to Garcelle's defense I in did. that conversation. I, you did. Okay. I told you. Yeah. And they cut it. So yeah. they're they're cutting Crystal, which sucks. That's 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 shitty. Yeah. Because they're really giving her nothing. Oh, and also remember when I was like, oh, uh, Sutton can't unwind, and I thought it was the Southern Charm crossover of Taylor saying that about uh, Olivia. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it it it, it was I, Crystal it saying was, that to Erica, and I had seen a preview, preview. and I that's why I couldn't. Rem- I was like, "How do I know this?" Thank <laughs> you for bringing that up because I when it when that line came out of Crystal, I was like, "That's probably what Pia was thinking yes. of." I thought yes. I knew it immediately. Like that's what Pia was. Yeah, thinking I had of. forgot I had watched a preview the night before. There it is. <laughs> that's what gets confusing about it. Um, okay, that's that wraps us up for the day, guys. Um, I'm going to start doing a, a new episode every Friday. It's going to be, I'm recording it live. It'll be over on streaming on YouTube. I will try to stream it on TikTok if I can figure out how to do that uh, <laughs> at the same time. But I'm going to be doing like a Friday freestyle weekly wrap up type of thing. All the stuff that I don't cover, I will cover. Like if there's news that I need to get into, I have some stuff on the docket already. Um, but if you have any suggestions, please send them my way over on Instagram or on TikTok with some, if you want me to cover something. It could be non-Bravo. In fact, I'm probably going to get into some teen mom shit. Um, but yeah, that's going to be tomorrow, Fridays, every Friday, 3 p.m. PT. Wait, were you the one who posted about uh, about Caitlin and um, the adoption process? Was that you? Wait, what? what? You know, like Caitlyn and what's her her husband's name? The oh Tyler, Tyler, Caitlyn and Tyler, and about how the people who adopted her adopted the, their baby, their first baby, were kind of like predators. Was that you who posted about that? No, what? Oh, I don't. Where did I? Okay, I'll 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 text you later. Wait, what was? Can you can you give me the gist? Yeah, so pretty much, I don't know what account was uh, posting about this, but like. It was really shady, like, because they were so young, obviously, when they had it. And, of course, they were not in a space to be able to um, keep the baby because they were in, yeah. you, know, you know, good homes. But apparently they went through, like, a Christian adopting center that's notorious for, like, kind of pressuring kids to, like, you know, give their babies up. And the adoption was supposed to be open. And then as the years went on – and like, yeah. But, like – Caitlin's mom wasn't consenting, so they had to hand off the baby in a parking lot because you couldn't legally do it in the hospital. And they like literally took the baby from Tyler. Like pretty much, they kept pressuring them, like this organization, to make that decision and like using the guise of excuse me, open adoption to only pretty much just get the baby and then flip it and make it into like a closed adoption. So they're talking about how the parents um, also are kind of culpable in that that adopted their baby. Wow. Okay, I gotta. F- if you can find that, yes, it was on TikTok. I will send it to you because she does a really good job of explaining it. And I was yes. like, I never really thought about it in those ways, and I didn't know that they what like. Okay, so yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay, so yeah, guys, Fridays, three p.m. PT over on YouTube. I'll try to get it on TikTok. Um, join me. If not, I'll just you can just listen to the replay or and watch don't forget the to get merch. 
Don't forget to get merch. Thank you, Pia. Best hype woman I have ever. Uh, Pia is wearing the Love You, Mean It sweatshirt. Um, she's going to try to turn around. <laughs> it says Mean It on the back. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Can you see it? Yes, we can see it. Yay! Woo! Love you, mean it. Um, yeah, guys, get get some merch. I'm gonna do. That I think I'm gonna chaotic. do a little. That was chaotic. It was fun. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a merch sale coming up because it's the holidays and that's what people do on merch times. But I've got love you, mean it teas. I've got Bravo is my self care. Um. All kinds of fun stuff over there. I've got hats. I've got towels. I've got really cute beach towels. I know we've, we've passed that season, but I love my beach towels. They, they're the, they just have a big sunglasses logo on oh, them. Oh, yeah. I, like would, I need to get thing. one of those. I need more beach towels. I love them. Um, and it's actually a good quality towel, too, which I'm shocked by. Anyway. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash Bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not bravo she speaks it all is available everywhere you get your podcasts just like this show make sure you're following me on the social medias i am she speaks bravo across all platforms thank you so much for any support you give the show even if it's just listening appreciate you love you mean it i'll see you soon seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s with new chapters added every week the excitement never ends download june's journey now on your android or ios device or play on pc through facebook games